Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to another edition of Trendy, presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best way to wager for casual cappers. And Brett, you got very lucky. You are losing 7.5 to 2, but it could have been way worse. If it wasn't for one of the dumbest and stupidest plays in NFL history, I would have ran the board entirely on Monday, and you would be getting swamped right now. Just admit to me, admit to me here on the air, look me in the eye, and how hard did you laugh after that missed field goal for the Broncos where the laundry hits the field and we realized the Bills had 12 men out there in a game-winning situation. Oh, man. The dumb... Well, I mean, I, okay. Here's the question. Is the dumber thing that that happened or that while their defense has been sliding and the Bills are like, our problem is the offensive coordinator and then fire yeah. Ken Dorsey immediately the next day. I would like to hear from your end which one of those things is dumber? Because this th- that firing was like the end of Spaceballs, where they're just like, do something, do something, <laughs> do something. And then the yeah. thing that they did was fire the guy with the te- for the team that has like the third best EPA in football. What in your mind was well, the dumber weird. thing that happened? I, I mean, of course, it's just camouflage, right? Like, yeah. we got to distract away from what just happened. So let's change the news cycle. It happens in politics all the time. And we just saw it happen here. I feel bad for him. I, as you just said, they don't have a bad offense. Like, I don't think their play calling has been particularly horrific. Their execution hasn't been great. But there's no worse execution than putting 12 men on the field <laughs> yeah. in the game uh. scenario. I mean, that was just entirely insane. But I am thinking of reactivating my law license. Like, this feels like it should be a class action. It feels like as betters, anybody who had the money line on the bill should be able to sue in that scenario for gross negligence on the behalf of uh, all of us that are trying to handicap these things successfully, which is hard, Brett, which is what we're going to talk about at the beginning of the show. So as I like to say at the beginning, this is a show looking to explore the way, the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And unlike a lot of places, I've been keeping score. Uh, we give it out every single week. You know, we we compete. We see who wins. We keep, we keep uh, see who loses. But I also have been compiling the stats on each of these categories so we can kind of pay off the premise of the show. And as the producer, you're the only person in America paid to listen to all of my direct. Everybody else within the sound of my voice, for some reason, is doing it for free. Uh, but I did want to get through here and run through a couple of these stats and see if any of them surprise you, the one loyal listener who I know has heard it all oh so loyal most loyal listener <laughs> and and yet all my experience in listening to the show makes me the worst contestant on it so there is that there there is that yeah two was not a stellar start pal i'm not gonna lie to you yeah uh all right so running through the categories and just a quick reminder Heart is I, it's just gut instinct. Your heart says it's going to do it. It could be a homer pick. It could be something that you think you know, not backed by numbers, but just I look at the sheet. First thing that I think I put down and I'm going to wager on. Head is you follow the stats. You dig deep into the numbers. You, you do a bunch of research and you follow the trends uh, wherever they may lie without any bias whatsoever. Heater is my favorite category, actually, where you think you notice a pattern and you just play the pattern and you don't let any new information influence 
issue and get short-term bias and what do you think is in terms of long-term that you'll pay off on a portfolio over enough times. And then cred is like, I'm only making one bet. This is the best bet I can make and I'm only going to make one so it counts for two units. And then of course there's tail or fail where you judge uh, your opponent's bet, whether you want to you know follow them on it or whether you want the other side. So all that being said, you would think uh, you know, if you were going to test the hypothesis, like some through some sort of stupid scientific method, you would think that credibility is where everybody would do the best. This is where I have the most confidence. This is where there's the most on the line. This is where I've actually done all the other analysis. I've used my heart. I've used my head. I've looked at the patterns and followed the heater. Like I've done all that, and I still came out with this one bet. And Brett, it is where both me and the guests are getting absolutely slaughtered. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> slaughtered so on 62 units of credibility thus far 62 units for with me and the guest i am at 48.5 meaning i am down 14 units and the guests are down 18 units brett oh can you gosh. believe that yeah i can i because i feel like well, well, two things I think would happen here. You know, the, the nerd in me is going to push up my glasses and be like, well, that sample size is pretty small in a few shows. You could easily turn that around because it is two units per bet, the way that we do the credibility pick, right? Um, the other thing, though, is like, I feel like that's the bet that you have them would maybe have the most tendency to overthink it because you're putting your credibility on the line, right? So you you probably do, it's the do too much fallacy, right? Where you're mm -hmm. just like, I need to get this one right. So then it's like, then the information that maybe you use in your normal process starts like seeping into your brain because you're staking so much on, on the biggest bet that you're going to make. Instead of being like, this is my normal process for every pick, I'm going to stick to that process and go to the credibility. So, you know, I think it's probably one, I think it's a combination of those two worlds. I, that, that number could very easily swing over the course of the show's run because it's two units. So I think the fluctuation is going to be wild, but you could be onto something that like, the extra pressure of an extra unit and like it being something like, Hey, you're asking me for my one bet that's going to hit could maybe force people into kind of disturbing their process enough that they did. They get a little, little too cute with it. You know, I really hope it swings back because I want to uh, get back and beat the juice. I want to get back to even it's credibility that is just crushing me right now and the guests. Uh, so to that point, I am down what is that? 29 units right now over the course of the show. The guests are down even worse than me. They're down 31 units. Uh, and the way to, to get it back is to hit the one that matters the most. So that money ball has got to start swishing or I'll never be able to make up that ground. Uh, the other categories on heart, just that snap instinct. I am down five units. The guests are down nine units for head uh, I am down eight units. The guests are only down six units there. On heater, I am up, Brent. I am up four units heater. on heater. That is the portfolio totally that is returning. That is returning gains for me. So I just need to keep sticking to those patterns and not trying to outthink everything too much. Uh, the guests are really close to even on that too. They're only down one unit. And then the other place that uh, besides heater, where there's been a lot of success is the guests listening to all of my nonsense, listening to all of my crap and all the things I walk through and then picking which one to tail. So uh, in that, they're up two units. And 
uh, almost as equally. They're up one and a half units when they pick which one to fail. So the guests, when they rely on their own analysis, are down in every single category. And the only place where they're profitable is when they listen to me and try to figure out which one they want to fade or follow. Yeah, well, I mean... uh... Like this could be, I don't know what bias is like a confirmation bias thing with the, the results here, but the you being good at the heater pick makes sense because I'm sure in your career, especially as a lawyer, you have to look at so many long-term things and then decipher and kind of uh, synthesize that information over a longer timeline. And, and most of us as betters, right? Like I've, I mean, at least maybe this is just me. I won't lump everybody in. But, you know, like you make a bet, you think you had a good process, it hits, you kind of get pissed off, and then you go away from it, right? And I think the heater is kind of like the thing that locks you into those portfolio bets, right? So you don't get the, oh, well, I wanted to do like, you know, this week I'm doing the interception overs, right? So if the first one doesn't hit and it wasn't part of the heater, I might not stick with it. It could be a good play, but because of my emotional reaction to it, you know, I, I get away from it. And then for you in particular, I think like your past career makes you really good probably at like identifying the longer term information and sticking with something that, that the heater bet kind of requires. The the tail or fail stuff, I think that's just more like wisdom of the crowds, right? Like you get two people putting their heads together on a pick where, you know, it's your information that comes into the play, and then it's their critique of that information and that, like, logic behind the pick that goes together. Because, I mean, what I would love to see as, a you know, our Covered in Glory show plug right here, um, I would love to see, like, how we have done on the picks that we have agreed and disagreed on when we both get to the same place or come from opposite places. Because I do think any time that you really – have the opportunity to discuss something like that with people that are, you know, love sports and follow sports and have some, some good information, some good insights. It always is best to kind of have the two heads is better than one approach. Yeah. So good news for you that are listening to this right now. That means that just listen to everything that me and the guests say, and then, you know, pick which one you think is best or worse and just follow that one play. Certainly don't follow the rest of them. And then that wisdom of the crowds can kick in and you'll be able to get some, uh, some decent results. The bad news is apparently I spent several hundred thousand dollars on a law degree to just be up four units in a category in a fake contest on a podcast that didn't even exist when I was going to law school. So I definitely did not get a return on that particular investment. Long uh, year left, buddy. Long year left. <laughs> yeah, long year left. We'll see. We'll see. Cordova is going to come back in your life in the spring. Like, let's That's be true. honest about this. <laughs> I, miss, I miss him already. Uh, the, the only other thing I'll say is I'm up 19, um, 19 over 500 in the staff picks when we have to pick every single game. And so I think it's really weird that when I pick my very best bets, I am down. But when I'm forced to pick every single game, I'm, you know, one of the best on the staff. So I have no idea what to make of that kind of weird conundrum. Um, The only other thing is like, guys, I'm giving you, you know, I'm pulling back the curtain. I'm telling you how I'm doing and how I'm not doing. And this is important, right? Like don't listen to people that only tell you when they're doing well. Like anybody can brag like I just did about being 19 over 500 on the picks that they're doing well at and leave out the fact that I'm down, you know, 14, 24 units or whatever it might be in the, my best bet for the entire season. Like only listen to the people that tell you the whole story and even better. Don't listen to any of them at all. Like this is an entertainment product. Take the ones you like, follow it, 
Don't follow it, fade it, but just enjoy the ride because uh, overall, we're just here to have some fun. And also bet against your friends because somehow I am down 24 units, but I'm winning more often or not in this contest just because we've turned it into this competitive element. And so there's so many good ways to do this, you know, play at Caesars, play at the books, but also play against each other and turn this into something that you really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, the the thing I will throw on to that one is... uh, I, you know, I do a little bit of DFS. I bet I'm a degenerate like everybody else here. Um, you and I talk about bets. We have our Covered in Glory contest. We have, uh, you know, the, the the trendy weekly contest. We have our pools picks. The one thing that I probably track more than anything is I got into a heated debate about certain NFL over-under win totals with a buddy of mine, and we ended up doing a spreadsheet for, for just a lunch. It's just a lunch. That's all it is. But we did a lunch where we picked the over-under totals for every NFL team because we got into such a – we almost like we're at a point where we're going to block each other's numbers over Baker, Mayfield, <laughs> and the Buccaneers before the season started. <laughs> and I check that first thing Tuesday morning every week. <laughs> yeah. I go, where am I out of the NFL over Because I need to beat him after that argument. It is by far the most fun thing that I've been doing this year, despite all the bets, despite all the fun stuff we do on the shows. That is like the thing that I go to every morning. Beat your friends and then let yeah. your friends know that you're beating them. Like oh, definitely let your friends Toby know. Toby is so good at that with me. That's why I'm going to be on the show all the time. Yeah, you can do it. You need to remind me once every couple of months that I am terrible at betting against him. If you could do it on the air in a public forum, even better. And like to that point, Brett is actually in charge of running the stats and the sheet that I just uh, I just read off. Uh, but two thirds of the time, he doesn't even get to do it because I've already beat him to it because I just can't wait for him to input the results because I just want to know if I'm winning or losing as soon as the final whistle blows. Uh, all right. I know that was a little bit of navel gazing. We're not going to do it, obviously, too often. But every couple of months, I'll update those stats because we do want you to figure out, you know, what's the best trends and what's the best patterns to follow. It's the very premise of the show. And if you didn't ever report on it, it would be pointless or even more so than it already is. So thank you so much for engaging with that. Uh, we'll take any questions on Twitter. We'll continue to report on these stats. Let's give Caesar some love and then let's get into our picks so I can start digging out of that hole, particularly on the credibility side. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account 
down within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, we are back. And Brett, as I mentioned once, twice, and I will a thousand more times, I am beating you right now, 7.5 to 2. So that gives me honors as we move into today's picks. And I am starting in the heart category with something uh, that definitely fits this this the pattern, right? Because this isn't something that I, when you would think about this game, you would necessarily come to. But when I, I look at it and I just say, okay, uh, I know the Wizards. I know how this game is going to go, but I also watched a little bit of the Mavericks, and I don't think Luka Doncic, even a game against a lowly team, is going to clear his total points, assists, plus rebounds total. Caesars has set that all the way up at 46.5 and is minus 119. And it feels like this is uh, inflated by playing the Wizards, but for Luka, that's not necessarily a good thing. He shows up in big spots. He shows up in Wemby's debut on opening night, right? He shows up against the Denver. He shows up against the Clippers. But when I watch them against the Pelicans, when I watch them against the Magic, when I watch them against the Bulls and the Hornets and et cetera, he looks bored. He doesn't look engaged. He doesn't have that killer like day-to-day instinct of just because I'm lacing him up today, I am going to murder the other team and I'm going to put up this incredible, you know, 60-point total between points, assists, and rebounds. And when he plays the Wizards of the world, that number is just too high. It feels too inflated. Plus, there's also blowout potential in this game, which will depress his minutes. So I feel there's more ways that he loses his bet than he wins it. And I'm not paying that much juice at all. And I just 
feel it. I don't have numbers. I don't have stats. I just feel it. I've also gotten way too far away from my mantra of overs make friends and unders make money. So this is a way, a good way to bring me back to center a bit after I study those stats. And so 46 and a half, too rich for my blood, 119, not nearly rich enough. And I'm going to take that tonight in this category. Yeah. Well, it's funny that we went to the same spot in the same game. And I was actually looking at uh, Luca's triple-double numbers just out of that. But the one thing that you mentioned, too, that scared me off of that even was the blow-up potential in this match. But the one thing I did feel is Kyrie Irving is – he's a natural gunner. Like, that's that's what this dude is. You talk about Luca, and I, I would have a theory on Luca showing up for big games, and it would probably tie back into – if you've ever watched a EuroLeague game in basketball, <laughs> those yeah. things are nuts and intense, and there's, like, flares yeah. going off in the crowd. And Luca came up from that. So he's he probably – He was the MVP of that league. Yeah. And so he probably is, like – Every week I would go play in like Turkey and fear for my life after a game. And I, now I'm going to play like the Wizards in the middle of October over the course of an 82 game season. I can definitely in front of, tw- of 12,000 people, 8,000 yeah. of which I'm paid like 15 bucks on SeatGeek to come in. Like it's it's not going to be a hopping environment tonight. Exactly. But but for me, I don't think I, like this is the, this is definitely all. All hard pick here, or uh, yeah, hard pick here because this is all got. I don't think Kyrie cares about that. Kyrie just likes to go out and hoop and get buckets. Like if it's a blowout, he's going to still be gunning, or whether or not. And his line, like this, just feels like a game where he goes off for fifty. Uh, the one stat that did influence me a little bit, and I, I try not to let it, but like Wizards are number one in pace. Dallas is six. So there's going to be a ton of possessions and a ton of shots. And Kyrie's over is only 25 and a half points, at least as of this morning, for minus 121. And this just feels like a game where his floor is like 35. Yeah. (laughs) So I almost did an adjusted line for this, but I just took the base one here. This just feels like a game where like they the Mavs win by 30 and Kyrie has like 40 points. Yeah, the total's 245 in that game. I mean, they're yeah. expecting a lot of points, which isn't great for my bet. But again, I just don't think Luca's going to get up for it. Uh, and I and like 46 and a half is a massive number. 25.5 for Kyrie is not a massive number. No. Uh, that's something that he can hit pretty like regularly. I mean, he could get that by half. <laughs> yeah, really could. Uh, okay, so a lot of Mavericks and Wizards talk to lead off. I hope you guys are still with us. <laughs> Uh, let's get a little bit more into what people really care about, which is Thursday night football. And so for my head pick, I'm going with the Mark Andrews receptions of over 4.5 at minus 111 on Caesars. And I love this bet, Brett. I probably should have made it the cred pick instead, but I also didn't want to curse it because I seem to be cursed in cred. He's hit this in eight out of nine games, and the Bengals have given up at least five catches to the tight end position in eight out of nine of their own. The Ravens offense flows directly through him and Lamar. So whether the Ravens show up and continue to put up 30 points as they have been in recent weeks or the Bengals continue their uh, revival and the Ravens have to chase, I think there's almost all game script scenarios are still covered here where he'll get to five receptions. I don't see a lot of them where he comes up short. I feel like I should be paying closer to 150 here. So the 111 minus feels like a discount. And it's absolutely my favorite way to get a piece of the action heading into a Thursday night barn burner. Uh, yeah, this is my tail right here. I'm uh, I I learned my lesson from failing P Ryan here, um, <laughs> and I am tailing this. The Bengals definitely are one of the worst teams when it comes to catches and touchdowns against tight ends. All your logic is right 
uh, where my head was at. I looked at that line. I thought about that line. I didn't pull the trigger on that line. And then it came in the email this morning. And I was like, automatic. There we go. Yeah, so I am tailing. Right. Um, we'll see how this works. Maybe I'll tail the wrong one here. But uh, for my head pick, uh, I'm going to go with the Texas Longhorns minus 20 and a half against the Rice Owls, the noted basketball powerhouse. Uh, mm-hmm. This one is is relatively simple logic in the sense that uh, Rice has lost their two leading scorers from last year. And you, most people probably haven't been following along as closely, um, but there have just been a ton, a ton of blowouts when these big P5 programs are playing minnows. I mean, Florida Atlantic beat Eastern Michigan by like 43 points last night. Um, Texas has, um, Max A. Smith, the, the, uh, mid-major hero from Oral Roberts has transferred to them. They're a good program. Rice is, has been a 500 program and just lost their two best players. And I think, and this is just like my theory coming into this. I think part of the reason we've seen so many of these early season blowouts is like NAL, NIL is going to shift the field where there probably is going to be such a big disparity in these buy games now that I don't think the books are going to catch up to those lines. Cause I think a lot of these are just so lopsided now that they weren't in past years. And yes, I know James Madison just beat Michigan state. Um, but I, I do think that this is something where Michigan is probably just going to absolutely walk away with this game. And it's going to be like another 30, 40 point win that we've been seeing all week. Large lines scare the hell out of me. Uh, I've been around that. Texas program. And so I do like the program quite a bit and your logic is all solid, but like 20 and a half in a November college basketball game, that's all been snow globe because of NIL. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be betting on you more than I'd be betting on Texas and your analysis. And I ain't making that bet based on how bad you've been on this show. Thank you. So thank you. My, my ego always feels so good after I come on shows with you. Uh, so I will pick another one to tail or fail. Uh, on the heater category, Brett, I, I think I got this one exactly right on Monday. Uh, the Wolves against Golden State. I told you how frustrated Golden State looked. And within two minutes, we got yep. Draymond putting Go- uh, Gobert in a headlock. All that frustration boiled over. Of course, Curry getting ruled out certainly helped my wager. But I I not just hit the spread, but also they won outright. I wish I had the money line. But it feels good to have the Wolves. I'm a little uh, nervous about them tonight on a back-to-back against the Suns with Booker coming back. But I do think it's an opportunity for the Wolves to formally announce themselves. If they win outright or cover again tonight, then uh, after they've already beat the Celtics, after they've already beat the Nuggets, after they just beat the Warriors twice in a row, like I guess we have to start taking them a whole lot more seriously. Uh, For yours, you were talking about interceptions on, I believe, road quarterbacks. And I think you're ready to start playing that trend on Thursday night, right? Joey B. Joey B is going to throw one. Um, the bank or the the Ravens defense, which I think a lot of people had questions about before this season, has been unbelievable. Like the clear second best de- uh, second best defense in the league, I think, behind Cleveland. Um, and this is also kind of like a volume play too. Cincinnati leads the NFL in pass rate over expectation uh, per Sumar Sports. So Burrow is going to throw a lot. The game script could be that Cincinnati is constantly playing from behind. So we could see a ton of pass attempts against a really good defense. And I think for sack interception bets, that's the kind of game strip that you want. A team that's going to throw a lot, 
already over expectation against a really good defense where, you know, sacks, tip balls, you know, quarterback hurries, force throws. And Burrow had two last week against the Texans. And this is a big step up in defense right here. So I, uh, this is, uh, this is a weird pick because I'm a big Joey Burrow guy. And I think a lot of the early season struggles was due to that calf injury being way worse than they were letting on. Um, But this is definitely uh, like a shout out to the Ravens D on this pick. Okay. Uh, I think that one's about a coin flip and you're getting about a coin flips odds. So I don't think there's a lot of value in that one. Um, Although I did agree with a lot of your analysis. So I think I'm going to sit that one out as well. Uh, All right. So let's get into the the disaster zone, Brett, the place where I cannot get get out of it. I should have been Mark Andrews. I'm actually kind of consider switching it, but I'm going to stick with it. I'll stick with what I emailed you. And I'm going to go with um, a two-way NBA player prop here on Wednesday night. I'm going with Joel Embiid to put up a double-double and for Trey Young to get at least one steal. You put those together and you are in plus territory at plus 107. And I thoroughly believe Embiid will show up tonight, unlike Luka, because he is in a big showcase game versus the Celtics. Though I guess I am a little concerned he had 38 minutes last night. I think that's my biggest risk factor here. But he has had double-doubles in eight straight games, including his only back-to-back so far this year. So I am going to bank on the big fill to show off in this showcase game. Uh, I'm pairing it with Trey Young to get a steal, something that he has accomplished in every game so far this season. And he missed the last night's game uh, due to the birth of his kid. So he will possess the freshest legs in the gym. And with that extra energy translating to a little bit more activity, I love him to continue his swipe streak tonight. You put them together. And as I mentioned, you are in plus territory at plus 107 for two stars to do the thing that they do best. Yeah, and one thing I will throw out there is uh, the Nate McMillan Hawks were in, in the Portland Trailblazers teams with Nate McMillan were traditionally some of the slowest teams in the league. Under Quinn Schneider, the Hawks have been getting out in transition a lot more, good for more possessions, good for more points for Embiid. So I like that one. I thought about tailing that one, but uh, Mark Andrews is just too good. So for my credibility pick, that's uh, sure to lose, apparently. <laughs> the odds are against me hitting on this one is uh, I'm going to take the Lamar Jackson over 44 and a half rushing yards against the Bengals. Uh, I, uh, he cleared this number when the teams met earlier this season and the Bengals, uh, I'm basically going to do promos here for Sumar Sports' data, but uh, the Bengals have the third high or like highest success rate allowed. That's just positive plays. And so I think this is going to be a game where we we may see a lopsided play total in favor of the Ravens. And they've had some big explosive plays in their offense uh, with the running backs breaking off some long runs. But I do think this game is going to be more suited for sustained drives, which means more plays, more design runs for Lamar Jackson. And the Bengals defense has not shown that they can contain him. So 44 and a half seems low. He's cleared that total, I think, three or four times already this year. And this seems like a really good matchup for him to do it again, because the one way the Bengals do play is they're they're trying not to allow big plays defensively. And that's going to leave those not only the design runs for Lamar, but the one, two, I'm going to get out of the pocket and go type runs are going to be available to him as well. I'm going galaxy brain here and I'm failing this pick. Uh, not because of anything you just said, but because I did have to dig into the numbers to do the opening <laughs> of the show. And if, the we're odds are in your be, favor. if we're all going to be so bad at credibility, why am I, why am I tailing any of them? Why am I tailing myself? <laughs> why am I putting this in at Caesars as soon as we hang up? 
Uh, I am just going to fail you based on the idea that there's no category where anybody is doing worse than my guests in the credibility section. So there you go. Join the list. Well, we'll see. I'm a, and this is this could be the thing, too, where I start the trend where it starts going the other direction. <laughs> that is true. All right. Uh, that was fun. As always, let's give our sponsors a little bit more love. Do our second guest express and get you on your way. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Okay, we are back, and let's give out the one sitting in our betting bench and therefore guaranteed to outscore pretty much all of our starters. And, Brett, you know, I was a little mean to you earlier. I went first on all the other ones. So take this world's smallest olive branch and go first here. Uh, my second guess was just simply going to take the Ravens to cover the spread tonight. Uh, I, I realized now when I went back to the email, I never actually put that in. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody seems to be – having a different opinion on where Lamar Jackson is this, this year um, after every week that he plays. Um, but I think this Ravens team is, is very much creeping into Super Bowl contender consideration, like serious, like maybe up towards favorite in the AFC. Um, their defense is outstanding. The offense has done enough. Jackson has shown enough flashes. And this Bengals defense worries me. I, you know, I, I don't know what to make of this team. They, they, you know, the Burrow calf stuff clearly affected how they were, but it seems like the Texans game should have been an automatic win for a team that's, that's been in the, you know, the AFC conference championship game, you know, a couple of times here in the last few years, and they just don't inspire a ton of confidence, but I, I like, it's hard to handicap this this game and the reason it, it made my second guess express because i want everything tells me to take the ravens that that they can cover that they're a lot better but i we don't know the difference between what was going on in early season cincinnati was that more of a true indicator of where they were as a team was that burrow's calf like what yeah. was that and so it, i just couldn't jump on it but i i do think I do think that these teams are operating on different tiers. So I would not be surprised if the Ravens kind of walked away with this one tonight. 
Yeah, this is the other reason I went with the Andrews bet is everything that you were just saying. Like, I found it harder to handicap the actual teams because of the variance than I did the player prop market. And so if I want action, I'm going to enter through the player prop market. And mine's in a similar vein. I'm going with the under of 46 at minus 110 as my second guess express because of that variance. Because you just need one of these two teams to crap the bed on a short week on a Thursday night to win this bet. If one team posts 10 points, that's a pretty big burden on the other one to cover. Um, and the Bengals have held good offenses in the Bills and the 49ers to under 20 in the last couple of weeks. and But they've shown themselves to struggle to hit that number multiple times this year, particularly early on. So I know they've been better lately, but it's still hard to buy all the way in. Plus 72% of the public money is on the over. And I like fading the public on Thursday nights as we are disappointed week after week in these games. So you might as well align with uh, that with your, with your dollars. So I know this is the best matchup we've seen in a while, but I'm ready to be hurt again in a like a 24-14 type game either way. Yeah, well, that, that actually goes with the vein another pick. I was looking really hard at the Bengals under team total. So same same vein, same thing. Didn't That didn't even make the cut for second guess, though. That got chopped pretty early. But, of course, that means that they're going to score, you know, under 20 points tonight. So yep. go me. Go, go me. you. And Send adding- some records for futility here on Trendy. <laughs> If we're adding in the ones that are on the chopping block, uh, Mitchell under six point, Donovan Mitchell under six point five assists tonight, and Kobe White under five point five assists in their individual matchups. I do not like either of those numbers, and I want to make some money instead of friends by betting unders. Uh, so at the Extra Points Podcast Network, uh, we have our usual slate going on right now. We're gonna have a shorter week next week for Thanksgiving, but we are all the way this week. Lemon Pepper Parlay will be out tonight. I know Waiver Wired, uh, I believe, it was just released last night, and we'll be back with another Extra Points today. And of course, the 15 minute pregame show will be released on Friday, as well as the minus three edition with Hench, which I absolutely love listening to each and every week as he continues to eviscerate everyone wearing stripes on a football field, a soccer pitch, a, any sort of sporting event as he goes after these umps. It's pretty fun to listen to. Uh, otherwise, we will be back on Friday with our usual nonsense here. We look forward to uh, being back with you. And in the meantime, a lot of great NBA action here on a Wednesday night. A lot of great college games as that continues to heat up. And, of course, this Ravens-Bengals game, which should give us something to talk about on Friday. So enjoy all that, and we will see you then. Take care, everyone. 